because your apartment's. Right I don't away. like it when people are upset about the call. No, because well, I mean, it's the it's our. I, I hate to. Be, it's our millennial nature, but like, it's that thing of like. You know, it's 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 an ism that uh, if someone is calling me, they're uh, they're dying. If someone is calling me, it's the end of days. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I get and they that. Are my dead. mom's like that. Our, uh, yeah, my parents are like that too. But even they, even my parents before they call will be like, "Hey, can we call you right now?" And I'd be like, "Yes, of course." If they just call out of the blue, someone's dead. Spot up jump shot. Yeah. On, just what the fuck was that? Spot up jump shot phone call. Spot up jump shot. You don't. You don't. Uh, no. Not a big basketball. I mean, I am for the Raptors for one month. Okay. That's all. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It was just, I was, I was wrapped up in the mania of it all. You enjoyed it? Of course I did. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, thank God. See oh, no, no, no. fun I, sports I, are? I lo- yes, but only for very specific things that I care about. If I don't care, if I don't care about the two teams, I can't invest. So I'll, I'll watch the Raptors. I'll watch the Eagles. Oh, I'm a bit. My, my family's a big Eagles. You know what I find? The Eagles get in there in so many families, uh, so much. It's a, it's Eagles is cult like. Eagles was cult like before Raptors became cult like. Eagles had people licking horse shit on the street. Yeah, like that movie <laughs> with Mark Wahlberg where he's that dude with oh. uh, like funny looking hair and he and he, he's a normal guy and he gets in on the. I thought you were talking about Silver Linings Playbook until you started describing the funny hair and now I have no idea what you're no, talking I, about. No, I think it's uh, Invincible Man or something. I have no fucking idea. I don't know. I can't, I can't help you here. I want to help you on this I'm journey and I up. just don't know how. Look it up. Yeah, no, it was like, uh, I, I want to say 2000... I, you know what's funny with movies in that era? Mm. Like in the box, like 2002 to 08. Yeah. It's like... DVDs. They don't even <laughs> exist. It's all like in 2002, but I know it's different. Mark it's because a lot of crap was made Wahlberg. in that time that just went straight to DVD and no one ever talked about it Philadelphia anymore. Philadelphia Eagles movie. Hmm. Invincible. It is called Invincible. Invincible. Huh? What's the plot? Uh, he's a regular dude, and uh, he gets a tryout with the Eagles, and he... he Scores a touchdown, you know, the usual... Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, man. That movie sounds terrible. but It's so uplifting. That sounds, that sounds awful. That sounds, I, that sounds so boring. Where are you putting that I next cannot. to a, a Hallmark Christmas movie? Hallmark Christmas movies are, are so bad that they're psychologically fascinating. That's the difference here. The sport movies, that's so mean and generalizing. I'm sorry. Ah, cut it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. My You're allowed God. to feel like that. I know. It just, there, just as there are rom-com sci-fi, there are, there is a formula to sports films, which makes the, sh- the films that go outside of that really good. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why I can only think of coach Carter, but like, that's one of the like ones that is like really, You're into that one. Oh, I'm into coach Carter. I'm okay. into coach Carter. That's uplifting shit. Yeah. But there's the formula of, this guy, you don't think he's going to be, he, he's pretty gifted at sports, but, but, but he's not going to make it big. Oh my God. He made a really good shot in front of somebody who matters. Oh my God. He's going to make it big. Will he change his personality like a little this, bit? You don't like this premise? This is a terrible premise. This, this happens, is your life. But this is all, but the, it's, oh, it's happened. It's all of the movie. They're so formulaic and they follow that equation. I feel, um, I feel pandered to as an audience okay. member, but it's also cause maybe I don't give a shit about sports. Well, welcome to the show. Hi, welcome. It's me. I should also say this. This is coming from somebody who watches people play Dungeons and Dragons on YouTube. So I'm not a good person to particularly ask if something is watchable because I'll watch shit that is clearly unwatchable. There's so many mixed messages being sent. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm... Can't put a hold on me, huh? Not even... 
Can't tack her down. Because it's enjoyable. The, the, the base of what you're saying, you're saying that it's enjoyable. I'm saying which what's enjoyable. I, you know what I'm thinking here? I'm thinking that this isn't even recording properly, but we're going to find out uh, later. Oh. Should we test? We can test it now. We're going to test it. We're back in. Look at that little. There was a. It was a break because I had to go um, win the big game. <laughs> <laughs> they were waiting for me on the football field to throw See, now the you're, ball. Now you're pandering to the people. Catch the ball. Now you're pandering to the people that need <laughs> and the then sports they're talk. Like, exactly. And then they're like, "Oh no, can she do it?" And she's went through a journey, and then her dad died, and then I won the game. Yeah, like uh, when a football team has a death on oh the team, God. and then they're like, "Oh, they but were. In, in all they weren't movies, as good, and now now they're so much better." I, I, is that real? Is that a real thing or is that a, a movie trope? Heck yeah! You ever see Friday Night Lights? Excellent. You know what? Fair. See, that's the thing. Big fan of Friday Night Lights. What's his this name? This is one of those quality films that is a qual. And even like, you know what? Um, the Wrestler. Yeah. That's another. That's a good one. Technically, that is a sports film. Fuck yeah, it is. But is and and technically, if you really break it down, does follow the formula of a sports film, but is does it really fucking well? Yes. It's just the shitty sports films. That are pandering and so goddamn boring. And this is all based on Invincible. I feel bad. I've never even seen it. I'm talking out of my ass here. I know. You also don't really seem to be a big fan of the Wahlberg. Oh. I mean, you, you didn't. Some You might have jumped on the train. But you know what? Okay. I, 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 Let's jump back to the fine. wrestler for the second. Okay. Go. Uh, what's the guy's name who plays the wrestler? Is it Mark Wahlberg? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's Oops. in a lot of shit. He was in Iron Man 2. I know Christian Bale is in The Wrestler. And then his uh, brother it's fucking, is the main guy. I don't know why. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, hold on. Which is the one with Amy Adams? I'm fucking this up. I just have it right there. I'm not going to type it yet. Let's don't, just try to figure no, this out. No, I'm going to yeah, do I know. it. Because well, the one He's, I'm thinking of. He used of, to be super good looking dude. And yes. he has like a scar on his face. Yes. And what, but, but here's the thing. I'm thinking he of the, like the film. He looks like he eats leather. Holy fuck. I'm thinking of The Fighter. Which is Christian Bale, Amy Adams, and Tom Hardy. No, oh, wait, the fighter. That's Warrior. I, Jesus. No, this is awful. Google all of this now, okay. or else I'm quitting. Okay. The, <laughs> okay, the wrestler's main star. Give me this, Rick. Uh, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Okay, and wasn't then Mickey the Rourke? And you fully just said that was in Iron Man too. You're absolutely. He's in Iron you're, Man. You're absolutely right. Mickey and may King, I say, the fighter. A complete miscast. Yeah. What oh, the yeah, yeah. hell was that man doing? In I, that I think he had done good from the off the wrestler. Mark Wahlberg's in the fighter. Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Okay. Now Guys, the warrior. This isn't me being stupid. It's just a lot happened. And this is Patti Smith's song, "The Warrior." The warrior. Yeah. That's actually one of my favorite '80s songs. The film. Oh wow, the, the Warrior film so comes up bang, bang. in the middle here. They don't even. What's oh, wait a second. Oh, there's uh, one guy we don't know too well, and then Tom Hardy. I'm lost and alone and afraid. I don't know anything anymore. Movies seem to follow you everywhere well, you go. Everywhere I go. I, I, I think it's how I relate to the world around me, which quite honestly is troublesome. Why? But <laughs> I love that. How I relate. Because I'll, I'll look at a situation often and be like, this is kind of like that film. And then I'll go from there. <laughs> I rem- oh, my God. This is so fun. This is a repressed memory. When I was in like child school, I would... <laughs> What grade child school? Oh God, I don't know. It must have it must have been like grade five or younger. Yeah. I would play a game with myself by myself. This sounds depressing. I swear I had fun. Um, where I would imagine that I was in the movie trailer for a movie about my life, and I would do a bunch of like jump cuts of like cool shit I was doing. 
That's life though. I, that's I, life. That's, I feel like we all do that. So, okay, wait a second. So when you're on the street, you're listening to music. Mm. And you're, you, you, you get the right song, the right vibe. Maybe you had an, yeah. you had an espresso to go. Yeah. Maybe you have one of those. And then you're, you I'm see like, all classic the, me. And then yeah. I keep walking down the street. Yeah. And you see all the jump cuts. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh my God. I do that all the time. I feel like everybody does. That's like how you. Maybe, but that might be, uh, I always, I'm. Maybe that's an arts performance thing. You ever have that sliver of your personality that's a paranoid, worrisome individual? Par- are you, are you kidding me? No. I watched. I watch so much true crime. I watch <laughs> so much conspiracy. Th- my family has made a rule of when you come home for dinner, like wh- like whatever, when, whenever I see them, I, and I come home for dinner, they're like, you have to stop telling us about murder and conspiracy theories. And Can why I ask you something? Brady Spears is fake. What? Why is it that it seems to be uh, predominantly women? I, have, I just had this conversation yesterday with somebody. <laughs> I talk about this constantly. Okay. And here's why. Are you afraid? Like, there's this underlying... The, you are 100% right. You are fear. 100% right that it is... <laughs> Anyone watching women? this see me smiling, listening to this, thinks like, I'm a murderer. I but. Get, yeah. <laughs> why is it that a lady's <laughs> like... <laughs> killing <laughs> you they do that shit no um i think there's a bunch of reasons and i think that it's a guilty pleasure in the way and i don't want to gender anything but like i it is the, there is a male predominant guilty pleasure area as like well. to see a man get caught for a murder not even get caught there's something very dark and delicious about this kind of dark content one i think it starts as women are always need to be ready for murder around every corner unfortunately fair enough like i constantly because like when you when you walk home alone when you like women are always afraid of getting attacked truly all the time which is nah life but um for women (laughs) but um so i think there that it feeds that of like if i watch so much true crime that feeds into my already fear about this, then it's going to prepare me of like, oh, if somebody knocks on my door at night pretending to be a neighbor who I've never seen before, but also is giving off this, this, and this, I'll know he's a murderer. You know and the signs. Ha- exactly. Okay. And like have a step-by-step plan. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think it starts from a place of I want to be prepared for when inevitably somebody tries to kill me. Um which is good, which is honestly not that bad. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. I don't think you're gonna die. Someone who had been murdered. What was that sentence? <laughs> I don't think died <laughs> someone murdered. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna have died someone who is who is murdered. You know I what I mean? I don't think I'm. You don't think I'm gonna die by way of murder? By way of murder? No, yeah, yeah. I don't think I am. But yeah. I think a good reason of that is because I watch so much true crime. I am so distrusting <laughs> of anyone on the street, literally all the time. But, and, and I say this all that like, it's as if women just watch true crime and, and listen wait. to true crime and wait for the moment that they get, that they can like, tr- like use their skill. But, and I think that's part of it. But a part of it is also like, I want to learn about serial killers. Like I was literally last night, my roommate and I were watching the jinx. Have you ever heard of this? Yes. With Robert Durst. Yes. And it's something like... They like own New York and some shit. Exactly. And he murdered his wife. The the crazy thing is he murdered his wife. He murdered one other guy. He might have murdered more people, but those are the ones I'm up to in the series right now. Um, He was in like a... So basically some Hollywood director made a film about like an un... Like an un... What's it called when like you don't ask their permission? Like, a, like an unofficial okay. movie about him starring like Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And it was like, ooh. And nobody knew. Ryan, Robert Durst was out free. And it was like, oh, his, his wife disappeared. Did he do something about that? Nobody knows. This is like a decade ago. And so they came out with this Ryan Gosling movie, which was got mediocre reviews. Whatever. What movie was it? Uh, 
look it up. <laughs> Ryan Gosling and Kristen Dunst. As so, um, so as Gosling... young Robert Durst to be like, oh, did he kill his wife? Maybe not. It was like a very like B list movie. Okay. But the connection is Robert Durst got in touch with that guy in her like and is like. I feel like you get me. All good things. All good things. T- 2010. Exactly. Super mediocre. See, reviews. like, so to me, 2010, that came out in 02. Nine. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, an, that's a film in 02. Decades ago. Decades. And Robert Durst contacted the director of that and was like, hey, like, I feel like you get me, like, more than anybody else, more than, like, the news anchor. Oh, he saw this and he was in. Saw it, was in, was like, I feel like you get me, man. And was like, why don't you, nope, everyone wants to do an interview with me. Why don't you actually do an interview with me? Shit. And this like random B-list director was like, okay, does it. And then Robert Durst, while he thinks his mic is off in the other room, accidentally admits to both murders. Oh my God. On this fucking like B-list interview. Like, this is the shit that I love. Because I think, and it also Mindhunters, thing like that, that gets into the psychology of crazy. That's not crazy people. Uh, the psychology of serial killers. Well, I mean, like, he wanted... He wanted to get caught. Like he, he wanted, wanted to the get whole. It, and, and it's also he, he was bored. He was he was and yeah, truly. And I think um, that was a moment in Mindhunters too, where one of them was like, "If we if we didn't want to get caught, we would never get caught." But it's ego gets in the way. So yeah, I think with a lot of things, that's kind of. He the was case. also like, "Oh, it's so weird." When you watch the interview with him, when he's talking, he's like trying to act normal, but he has this twitch every time he knows he's saying something that's like fucked up. Anyways, so the, this I went on a but see I went on a true crime tangent. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It was invited. Show. It was welcome. But thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not. But that's something different because I'm not preparing myself for Robert Durst. I'm. That's not something that's gonna happen to me. Okay. You know what though? My mother, and she <laughs> com- she Durst. comes no. up a lot in this. My oh my life. god, I, I love it. Tell me about your mom. She uh, you know, she has that fear too of like everything. Anywhere I would go when I was a kid, like oh, they're gonna kill you. They're gonna like 100%. murder you. Because women I never, know that it's possible. I never understood that. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, I don't, I don't want. <laughs> I feel so much pain when someone walks around. They're like, yeah, I'm expecting to be. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's. I, it's it's depressing to think that like it is more of a female problem than anything else. Because when I walk down the street at night, if I'm in a weird mind state of like, oh, I'm vulnerable, somebody can like jump me, mm-hmm. I look behind me mm-hmm. so much more. Constantly. Yes, yes it's absolutely. like I, insanity. Of course, if I'm walking, actually, I've taken it to when I walk home at night, I and I live in like a super safe area. <laughs> like we're we're in good areas, but I will look around. To see A, if I'm being followed, or B, start staking, taking stock of the faces I see to see if they're like repetitive and somebody's following me. Yeah. Over the past like several days. Wow. So, oh, 100%. White bands. I'm, I'm also, no oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for murder, which is again, fucked up. Mm. But it's also, and it comes from that place of like, I want to be prepared, which is why I watch a lot of true crime, but also like, I'll watch <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I want to be prepared. That's why I, I watch a lot prepared. of true crime. That's why I watch a lot of true crime because of the murder and the kidnapping. But um, but then I'll watch shit like Robert Durst or Ted Bundy or any of that shit that I know is not going to happen to me. So or cults. I love cults. This is a suitable indoctrination mm-hmm. of uh, true criminology. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I you, feel comfortable saying you that. assert this as a, as a yeah. yeah. I'm a doctor. No, yeah. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm, yeah, no, I don't know why. I think I it's so it it feeds a dark. So don't kind of, don't you understand the male connection to the sports? That's the same shit. But I, I we just want like right now if a ball <laughs> was to come into the window, I would love to dive and catch it. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> Does every man just feel that so deep inside? I mean, of like I see a ball and I need to, I need to fucking catch. That probably ball. not, but like when Freeze you frisbee in a park to a dog, you're like, I need to fucking beat the dog to yeah, catch yeah. the thing. You gotta run fast. That's oh wow, what a sad existence. See, that it's makes enjoyable, me more sad but than it's <laughs> like oh no, they can't get things done. But it's enjoyable. I guess so. I think it goes with any guilty pleasure. I think you're probably right. But okay, here's the thing. If mm-hmm. you, I don't think that the true criminology is it Lost. guilty pleasure i don't think so either because you're (laughs) there's something the way you view it isn't guilty you view it as like this is a tool i'm sharpening this tool but that's the thing it would part of it is that and i'm making that argument that a lot of it is that but there is a fascination that we all have which like one watching mind do you ever watch mind hunter no it's fantastic i want to i just i want to watch it no it's about the um 1970s detectives that coined the term serial killer because they were all like hey what if we interviewed people who just committed multiple murders and see what's going on in their brains? And then that's when they coined the term like serial killer. And they yeah. started noticing patterns of like, oh, a lot of these serial killers um, have an abusive parent, have like start wetting the bed early, start small fires, start that, you know, that trope of like, um, it's like never a nice kid. Yeah. No, it's, it's, and it's really like usually a socially awkward kid who, um, you hear the, that, that trope of like, they, um, kill small animals when they're young um so they started noticing all those patterns amongst serial killers you know what's so odd about this whole thing you i have a i have a bit that this is gonna help oh my god do it well it do your bit no i'm kidding it just helps because um you know when you do something on stage Mm -hmm. and you're like oh this is great to a point and you're like, this just means it needs more tags. But when totally. you're like kind of figuring out it out, it doesn't feel like it does. It's like, oh, no, this is the whole this thing. This is the whole thing, yeah. True crime is the... Um, is that the bed? No, it, but it will become a spinoff of that. Ooh, that's good. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I find uh, right now the, the thing I'm in in comedy is like I ju- I'm just at the two-year mark, like in this month. Yeah, I think... And I'm, I'm learning... Uh, it's like when you go grade one and grade two, you know, you're like, I'm yeah. in grade two now. And a lot more things are connecting. Totally. I, I 100% get that. I'm because, I mean, I, I guess technically I started stand up when I was like 19, but I've been like back in it doing like actually professionally in the city doing it for like two and a half. Yeah. So I, I, I think I just missed you by like a few months. Yeah. So I think we're around the same time now. Sick. Where I feel the same way where I'm like, okay, I get certain like there, there, there are certain things you just learn at this point that like, like if you're, if you're really used to saying a bit like this and the, and the ending has just never worked, you just have never changed it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more comfortable now to be like, oh, I can, I can figure out that even though I really like, that's so tragic when you're like, I love this tag, but audiences don't. No. And then you gotta sacrifice it. But Or, or you listen back to it and you're like, you did very well, mm-hmm. but there's parts where you notice holes Totally. And you're like, oh, yeah, I can easily. Something uh, needs to go in this. I can, oh, hit the, I just punch that's, the microphone. That's what these things are for. These are I like, like it. I just went, hey, what's the deal with murder? With murder? <laughs> with murder. Yeah. I, when I, okay, so I worked at this one bar, and uh, this this is right around the, uh, the Me Too had just like, bam. Mm, yikes. And she was a feminist. Who is she? Wait, who? This woman. That at the bar? At the bar. She's just a friend of mine. She would oh, come okay. in, but she was like, I'm a feminist. And we would just chat or whatever. <laughs> hey, it's me, a feminist. Hey, I'll take a my vodka I martini. No name. It's just me, a feminist. I'm a feminist. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> and she would just tell me about um, feminism. Like, she would teach me, you know, that real on the ground shit. 
like how they just every interaction. Yes. And for her, a lot of it was um, just that. Like, yeah, you can you could fucking kill me. Yeah, it's it's so. I it, it takes a lot. Someone someone mentioned this to me of like uh, this guy who was like, I had no idea what it's like to walk home alone as a woman until like I was I I kind of did so with a friend of mine, and it start and I started falling behind and she was ahead of me. And I just started noticing like creepy fucking things happen because yeah. she was because al- she was quote unquote alone, and it look and it, it, he was like this is the first time I noticed like all these things. There's a great stand. I think Donald Glover does an amazing stand up bit about how he never understood why all of his female friends would be like, "Can you walk me to my car?" And then be like, "Oh yeah, because you can get murdered yeah. from walking up to a building from a building to a car." Yeah. So it's it's just around the it's it like it's just around the corner all the time that's what that nature is metal on instagram mm-hmm. that's what you gotta what is that it's, it's basically just uh you know nature mm. figuring it out like it'll show mm. you like a tiger nature is me- yes someone told me about this the other oh day. god you don't you never seen anything no it, okay it's basically <laughs> they'll just show you like a tiger that killed uh, a zebra or like a video of a zebra being eaten mm-hmm. by like a bunch of lions but they Here's one thing what's what's up with this channel is you know that how things sometimes don't occur to you but you're aware of. Of course, yeah. So for example, you'd think that like if a bunch of lions are eating a zebra, the zebra's dead. No. And then you watch it and you're like, oh the yeah, zebra is being eaten a lot. it makes no sense why it would be dead. Well, that's the and so yeah. And you're like, that's that's actually terrible. And that's just something you don't think about in day to day life, like. Oh, and it's so fucked up. It's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it's nature is fucked up. But it's also, you know what sometimes I think about? This is such a tangent, but then we'll get back to murder. Tangent um, me. Tangent me. We'll but, get back to murder. We'll get back. Don't worry. I'm going to get back to murder. But um, the fact that like sometimes I'll just think about like, oh, like right now as we sit here right now, like nature's just kind of happening. Like we're not at the bottom of the ocean right now, but they're like, Oh, hundred thousand species of different kinds of crazy ass fish right there yeah. who are living their day-to-day lives completely void of what we want and need like right now like th- there is a zebra probably getting eaten by a lion 100 percent. right now uh, but right and now. his family and nobody's watching it nobody's uh, watching. oh no, no, no beings aren't watching it because that's a whole other world that but, happens by itself but there's cameras somewhere like you know you ever think about national geographic shit the planets oh my god those photographers have to literally stay still and not move for like 17 hours well they must have uh like there must be thousands of cameras in the jungles and shit i don't know i gotta i gotta look about that because i feel like there's um every year there's like a the new york times does the like nature shots of like the best of nature in like 2019 or whatever and they do an exhibition every year. And, and it's just people doing it. Yeah, but then, like, whoever is the photographer would win these large awards. Um, I think it was at the ROM a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, no, in the win- this past winter. It was at the, it was at the ROM, 100%. It was, a, like, the, the world in nature photos or whatever. And they're unbelievable. But the, the photographer, there was, like, awards and competitions for the photographers of these f- crazy photos that are captured. Oh, my God. There's, a, there's one of a hyena... And he was holding the face of a monkey yeah, yeah, in yeah. its mouth. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't even think about I saw that, that on Nature is Metal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it has to require some sort of skill rather than, like, 
I'm leaving my camera in the woods for a little while and then going to get a pizza. Well, like, the the other skill is the, is just that as well. Like you have to sift through the footage too, right? I guess you're right. I mean, yeah. you got to find the perfect image and uh, and I guess like know when animals are out and about. Oh and Jesus, that's fucking crazy. And like, here's what's gonna be cool in mm-hmm. in 20 years maybe the innovation of uh, like sending digital information. If you could have like 10 cameras somewhere and then not mm-hmm. be there. True. And just have all the content kind of be sent to you. That's all. That's, I, I'm sure that technology exists, but then it's also like eventually won't a monkey just go over to your com- camera and just like punch Shit it on and it. just be like, well, that's done. Yeah. Like, pff, fucking stupid human. Um, yeah, maybe. Ugh, nature's so cool. I wanted to be a vet for so long. A vet? A vet. A vet. I you, wanted to you, be a veterinarian. You could be a vet for sure. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Oops, I went into comedy by accident. No, you're allowed. Um, I'm allowed. I make it. Make it. I mean, nice. I can see you dealing with birds exclusively. Actually, I was very much an Eliza. The just birds. Why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you seem like a bird chick. You seem like know. a bird lady. But um, <laughs> uh, but I I was very much an Eliza Thornberry growing up. Um, you know, have you ever watched the Wild Thornberries? No. It's a, a little kid that. Well, Talks to animals. It was <laughs> awkward. And has, so that's you. That's pretty much it. Did you um, have a dog and cats? And stuff? I. It's so funny. I didn't have a dog till later, but I would like go into the woods for several hours oh. and talk to animals, or okay. like go into creeks and like what? collect fish and frogs. What animals? Chipmunks, fish, frogs. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's enough. Jesus forest. Christ. Sometimes I'd see a deer. And that wasn't. And you're not thinking you're going to get hurt in there. No, because animals make sense. They're not going to connivingly manipulate me into a dark corner and. No, but if a bear me. is just upset. Black. Well, I'm not in a. I'm not. I'm not in an area to piss off a black. I've seen black bears. They black bears are little wusses. They just truly, unless you're like gonna be like fuck you, I'm taking your cub. Like honestly, other than that, like I've seen somebody just be like, oh, black bear, kick some sand, black bear runs away. Like they don't. They're so docile. Okay. They don't give a fuck. I'll take you on this one. And, but I'm also not going to like provoke. I'm just going to be like, I'm just going yeah, to back just, away. Ch- I just want some frogs. Yeah, exactly. I just, I was collecting frogs. I'm just going to leave you to your stuff. I know you're very busy. Did I'm you have just, a live frog collection? Well, so uh, my, my parents had a place up north um, in Jordan Bay. And next to our cottage was a creek. Like this like big ass creek where all these frogs would live and i would have a little bucket and i would try and make a little habitat for the frogs in this bucket yeah and keep them in there and then i'm like this seems it and then at the end of the day like there's just frogs in a bucket i'm like this seems inhumane and then i put it back in the river it was just frogs in a bucket i used to do the same thing with minnows used to used to like get all the minnows in the bucket that's that's exactly and you're like now i have a fish but the minnows were to catch other fish oh that's that's true that's true that's true Remember really? how fascinating water and life was? Because water and life is insane. <laughs> it's yeah. so fascinating. You get in a there creek and, whoa. Literally, the ocean is so vast and deep. There are hundreds of thousands of just kinds of fish that we just don't know exist and have no idea what they look like. Why don't comedians, uh, like, I know they got Morgan Freeman to narrate, you know, uh, like the planet, Blue Planet or whatever, but they really should be a comedian. I thought you were going to be like, why haven't they sent any comedians down there? I'm like, because we're not yeah, no, trained no, 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 we're not in trained that, that area. But to narrate it, I mean. That would be really funny. There's, um, I mean, they've done that before. And I think that, I think you are, I think that must exist because they, they, they do the whole, there's the guy that narrates nature. That's like, uh, he did the vi- that viral video with like, Alan, Alan, Steve, yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did those like, but those are voiceovers. There's not. I would love to see like. Gr- there's not a planet Earth that is jokes, which yeah, I think there should be. But That's I would love right. to see just Dak Shepard take me through 
Like, okay, a cheetah. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's happening here, man. <laughs> yeah. That cheetah looks pissed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dak Shepard would be very, very It would be enjoyable. That would be very enjoyable. Maybe Mark Wahlberg's like, in there, too. Oh, God. I don't... Mark Wahlberg is He works is hard. Fine. He's fine. Yeah. I have no great qualms with Mark Wahlberg. I don't see the hype. In, in Marky? No, I don't. I don't get it either, I don't think honest. he's ever really wowed me in anything he just seems like a stand-in man like when they need a dude they'll just put him in i'm kind of uh becoming a bit more obsessed with female actors oh my god you're such a feminist no because i'm obsessed with female actors. my uh, my friend uh, he acted for a long time he's trying to teach me how to get a little better and he just said you know to be honest he's like women are much better because it's a lot more true to what they're saying and i go to this coffee shop that plays Mm. movies yeah. With no sound. Sa- with no sound. And was he- I just there? Was it hot? Hot coffee. Hot, 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 hot yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was and, just there. Uh, You're playing Casablanca. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And he's like, if you want to get good at uh, being able to kind of act, really, mm. watch it with no. Especially s- old actresses. That's no so sound, true. right? Yeah. And when I watched it today, she was way more. Ingrid Bergman engaged yeah oh yeah yeah, in in the i could tell what she was saying whereas the man i could see was like an archetype of an idea yeah and it's also like all the male actors in that time just had frozen leather faces be like hi i'm here for the cookies yeah yeah for sure mary's looking at you kid i'm just gonna smoke another cigarette and drink another whiskey and and all their suits were never like a real blue something happened in here i don't know i'm gonna be over here are you gonna die? I'm gonna not change my face about it. But um, the comedies were excellent. If you, oh, Charlie Chaplin as an actor was unbelievable. I watch a lot of Charlie Chaplin. Well, we talked about but Leo, you know, the Deca- Leo. decaps. Leo decaps. And hell he's, yeah. He's just like uh, sometimes you could see that he is uh, trying very hard. Yes, I agree like, with that. He's like driving us to this point. Like yeah. he knows how to act. And he's great. He's, and he's fantastic. Great, but it's like fucking relaxed, dude. Yeah. There's a couple moments where i'm like okay chill but then there are leo moments that i adore one of which is and again this goes i'm gonna keep bringing it back this goes back to a sick fascination i have with with maniacal evil people and that is um and it's so funny so i love watching leo dicaprio in django unchained because that scene where he smashes his hand and he's bleeding and that's actually leo bleeding on set and they just kept going with the scene yeah um he's got no choice love it fucking love it love it and he's also plays a character that is so effing creepy and is so not like he he has psychological layers to he's not it's super easy to make a character that's just like oh that's just a bad guy that's just a bad guy i get it i get his deal um but it's it's the it's the psychologically interesting ones like him like um mm, I was going to use that as an example. I don't want to use that as an example anyway. Um, Leo and that. Ray Fiennes is a terrible... Sorry to bring them here. <laughs> but, Ray, but if you want to see like acting that is like yum, 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 but also it's going to ruin your week, Ray Fiennes in a Schindler's List is a Schindler... Not a Schindler... <laughs> a Schindler's List. No, it's just Schindler's List. Um, Ray Fiennes is the main Nazi in Schindler's List. He's the main Nazi. And he is... So good, but also so psychologically like he's a Nazi, so he's a he's not a great guy. Yeah, and he's a horrible, horrible person, but acts like has that like so it's so because he's also like 
kind of falling in love with a Jewish woman, but can't really deal with that in his brain. So he just goes even more serial killer. And it's, oh, it's, it's excellent to watch. Because but I, sometimes you get a character that's uh, likably unlikable, but you don't like them. Like you like mm-hmm. them, you like in that you like them, but you're like, oh. I, you gotta, you're, I hope you die or some shit. Oh, Walter White. Like Walter there's, White. there's so many, we, we love the, the antihero yes. and women. And it's so funny because that started as a male thing with Breaking Bad and Dexter and all those um, shows. But now we're entering into the age of the female anti-hero which is really fun it's yeah. really fun because um i think you're right that there are there are certain nuances to psychological acting that are just so small and intricate that our female actresses are do a lot more it's gonna make men better over time but it's gonna, gonna <coughs> this this like <laughs> that was the most powerful it's, they're gonna have they're to, gonna have they're to gonna be. have to be but mm-hmm. over time it'll make everybody better sure i think so because, I mean, if you're really paying attention when you when you realize, like, okay, I have to do an audition. I have to be a bit, like, mm-hmm. I can't just be a comedian who is auditioning. Yeah. I have to f- try and really be an actor here for oh, a minute. Oh, totally. I will, I will say this, which is very interesting, and people might get pissed, and you can say, I, ca- I come from a, th- a, th- a real classical acting theater background, but I am a stand-up comic, so I, I have some warrant to say this. Okay. Comedians get booked more than classical actors. Okay, my dad... Really weird segue, but this is yeah, make, no, this, this I, I want to learn sense. about your parents. My parents. My father loves commercials. Okay. It's all comedians. He loves commercials to the point of like, he has that thing you record television. Yeah. And he'll just record it to the point where the commercial's in the recording. <laughs> and then he'll like show That's my mom sweet. or he'll show. I love that. And I'm like, yeah, I know that person. Yep. Oh, and there's Nigel. Oh, ev- there's Nick. Every oh, person. there's Rachel. Like, like, they're everywhere. My dad loves Edward Kim. That dude is effing hilarious. And that's so funny because we met for the first time on set for a commercial yeah. for Downey where he's just dancing with a back tattoo. That's it. And we were on the same... The, my foot is in that fucking commercial. They, I'm in the background and they cut my body out, but it's fine. But Edward was... Did you get paid? Yeah. There you go. But I, I was also before I was union, so I was not a lot. But... Um, uh, yeah, that start that with the first month of moving in here, the the way they jam the mail in the door, and they do that in my apartment too, and it's like, n- fuck off, never chill. No. It's always the most aggressive thing. Every time that happens in my apartment, I'm like, oh, murder time! Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, he's here. <laughs> it's happened. It's time. Like, I it, gotta get my knife. Like, I know where it is. Yeah, the like the the pain and startle. Fucking jam it so hard. Calm down. It makes the most aggressive entering noise it's I've ever heard. So about. abrasive. I don't like it at all. Anyways, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. So, Ed World is so effing funny. Yeah, he is. And, yeah. Lots of comedians are in lots of commercials. I think it's because people want it to have, like, a comedic edge. But I, I think also, in, in general, comedians, some, and this is not a common rule. Obviously, it's different. There are actors who are unbelievable at comedy, and there are comedians who are unbelievable at acting. And then there are ones who are only good at their own field, and that's also chill. Well, there's also the element I would think of like uh, booking the room where a mm. comedian has to do that every night if they're doing it. If you're really trying to sure. be good at comedy, you have to book the room every night. Yeah. So when you go and do it on an audition, you're like, yeah, this doesn't bother me. Yeah, I agree. And I also think that you are. it is much more common to find a comedian who happens to also know how to act than an actor who also happens to know how to do comedy. Yeah. I think the first one is a lot more easy to find than the other one. 100%. Which is why I think comedians get booked a lot. 
but um also the yeah. the like whole structure of a comedian how a comedian operates is mm -hmm. very beneficial to uh getting an acting project film off the ground oh absolutely i definitely agree with that yeah and i think even with acting in general i think i think um coming up with stand-up comedy writing is a lot about observing people oh yeah and that's acting that's all of acting you just watch other people and be like that's how they would act and then you do it on your face that makes it sound so simplified please don't hurt me but <laughs> to an extent you're right you're kind of just practicing I'm simplifying it but it, it's that is it well you're practicing how to be normal it is so unnatural being in front of like behind a cam in front of a camera yeah it is the minute that it's that it's that classic story of like the minute a camera's on you and you have to walk across a room you forget how to walk it's the most unnatural thing in the entire world, and the people who can do it well just have nailed how to act normally when a camera's in their face. And then there's these moments like, uh, <clears throat> you know, a boss, well, mm -hmm. a boss and Max Sheldrick. I know Max. Oh yes, sorry. Yes, yes, yes I yes. So a boss and Max them, yeah. wrote this pilot for the show, mm -hmm. uh, and they filmed it, and they, you know, gave me this little part. And the energy that we had that day, Ed, Ed was there and fucking, Aww, fun. it's this funny little scene, right? That's but great. when you have those things and you're allowed to do stuff, mm -hmm. you kind of get a little bit of the taste of the good life. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Because when people believe in you without actually saying it, where they're directing you in a sense that you're like, they know you can do this, just makes it easier. A hundred percent. I definitely agree. And then, ugh, and then there are times when you're on set with, a director who does not and then everyone just wants to go home and it's such a different feeling it's yeah. so different but um yeah it's it's so nice when you have a director in the room who like understands it and gets it there are also actors who ruin that experience my um my boyfriend works on set where he was a production assistant on a film with elizabeth banks and Kate blanchett and I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it on a podcast. Here we Guys, go. hear it, hear tea, it here. Hot tea. Elizabeth Banks is a bitch. I bet. Elizabeth Banks. And not only on that project, other PAs in Toronto know from projects that Elizabeth Banks is horrible to work with and ruins everything. Wow. Because she yells at all the crew and makes everyone feel like shit. Every time. Mm -hmm. Jesus There's Christ. Literally, at first he was like, maybe it's just this project. And then he talked to a different PA. He's like, no, I worked on a film with her a year ago. She's awful. You know what that means? That Charlie's Angels sucks. That's all. We never had a chance. I think they knew that out of the gate. However, yeah, she has shitty people around her. Yeah, who are a hundred percent. They're and like, you're the best. You're a god. You're so nice. You don't. Everyone, like all a hundred people who have been working seventeen hours yeah. so that you can come out for twenty minutes, you can yell at them because you're better. Kyle said you're hot. Oh, you're so hot. <laughs> you're so hot, Elizabeth. Yeah. God, fuck that. I'm so. I I. Actors have a very hard job because if you don't nail it, then people can't move on. And there's a hundred people waiting for you to do this one unnatural thing properly. So it is very hard to act. That's true. But the sense of entitlement to walk into a space where a hundred people have been carrying like thousand yeah. pound equipment for hours just so that you can get your shit done. It is bonkers to treat them like shit. Yeah. I hate it. It has, it's such a pet peeve I have, but, um, yeah, you've heard it here. Elizabeth Banks sucks. Yeah, but we're so... Okay, wait. We're so... At, I mean, I'm not trying to defend Elizabeth Banks. She's probably a garbage person. Mm -hmm. But we're so in the one side of it right now where like... <clears throat> you know, it's nice that Will Smith remembers to be nice. 
Mm-hmm. But he could easily be like, also be a d- I haven't been poor in, in forever. Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what it's like that's so to worry funny. about money at all. Like, that's so funny. I w- but I will say this. Do you know, you know the actress Sarah Paulson? She was in, she's in American Horror Story. She is in uh, Ocean's 8. She's in... I love Google just listening to us. I type yeah. in Sarah. It's like Sarah Paulson. Oh, yes. Stop fucking listening to me. I'm okay with so, it. I know. When, when Google like is spying on all of our shit. Do you know why I'm okay with it? Why? Because it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. It's so true. I, but that's the fucked up thing. Like We could be... I And this happens all the time. This happened to me the other day with my parents where I said Crown Royal Whiskey. And I got an ad for it on Instagram that night. 100%. That's fucked. They're listening to us. But also, ugh, whatever. Side note, before yes. we dive into this, yeah. uh, anybody with a Google phone or using Google Apps, which you are, Google Maps, yeah. they store your location for like 18 months. I heard about this recently. You I can had change no it. idea. You can change it. So I go, I just have mine delete. Do I care? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because think about this. It's odd to keep data that long. Yeah. You don't keep any information in your life that long for a company. Like that's why people, you'll see a lot of forums pop up when a company keeps shit for like six months past that. Mm. You're like, oh, you're using this to develop something long-term. That's weird. I should be a part of it. As soon as it starts to get into that deep amount of time, Mm -hmm. it's like, what the fuck are you going to sell me? Oh, you're so right. Fuck. I hate them. Because you know what? What another interesting point about that is, Mm -hmm. is if you live in the same area for five years. Yeah. You know, it, it wouldn't be weird if businesses that you visit, say, 40 minutes out of the way, mm. start popping up 10 minutes from your house. Oh. So then... That's so maniacal. It's not necessarily maniacal. It's it's smart business. However... It is smart. Like I, those places will stay open longer. However, it allows Google leverage kind of that's beyond uh, fairness. Like oh. They can go to a company and be like, hey, you sell coffee? We yeah. know thousands of people in this who, area who, need a who want right a here. coffee shop. Oof, that's fucking wild. And it, I mean, it's not fair because capitalism isn't fair. <laughs> and what the, the clusterfuck of a, of a technology system that we've dumped ourselves into is not going to change. Like, we're not going to just be like, I'm going off the grid. Bye, Google. Even though I want to. I don't think capitalism is unfair. I think it creates unfair circumstances because... That's, I was going to be like, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, I think you're right. The I opportunities think, are there, but it, like the imbalance gets very quickly it creates, obvious. It creates an environment where Google can take advantage of the situation yes. and now be the king of society. Cause there's no rules. There's no rules. <clears throat> and, and this company can be like, oh cool. I now control every company. Every, I now control what succeeds and what does not. Yeah. And now, so that's not even, that's a conglomerate, not like monarchy <laughs> they're the king of everything well i mean if um i don't know how much you follow this but mm. recently at google because google's doing this thing right with china where they're basically gonna have their own google in china because if they don't give them google china's gonna steal google from google pretty much and they can't have that because if china has its own google yeah google's already doing what google does if mm. you had like a chinese driver but like a fucking red flag, gold, you know? It, they're gonna, it's gonna control what people see and what they don't see. And it's so, all, they yeah. already do that. Yeah, so it's almost like this. It's you like, already can't Google shit in China. I, think the, I don't know if that changed since the democracy thing, but. I have no idea. You know what? I should keep talking. It would be about like it. this it's like the American version of Google mm-hmm. is a Ford Shelby that has, it can only go 120 
miles an hour okay because it's really only safe at that speed okay china would let that thing go 400 miles an hour yeah. and they don't give a fuck how unsafe it is yeah so they're gonna rip right through privacy right through everything 100 oh my god the, yes so the employees of google were like what the fuck this are you guys is, doing yeah the ceos once stepped in and made the like culture awesome yeah. they took a step back they're now kind of just watching yeah so even this moment i kind of like went over because it happened at christmas and all this shit mm. but this is an important moment in google wow a lot of changes that's fucking terrifying and here's the thing and maybe i'm wrong and i just don't know enough about google in particular with google i know they're the kings of everything and i know that they're they control so much of what we see and do and yet and and i think we have more to be concerned about with Facebook than we do with Google. Yeah. I think Facebook is terrifying. I think it's so, well, Facebook like <laughs> won an election, but um, the Facebook is for me, the enemy we have to be worried about. They know way less than Google does about you though. That's, which is honestly fine because the, what Facebook does know about us is being used for much more evident evil than Google. Okay. Google just knows a bunch of our shit. And again, I, maybe it's cause I don't know enough about Google or what they're doing. But Facebook is the, where we see the fake Russian bots. It's who, it's where we see the posts about neo-Nazism. It's where, it's where fake accounts were being used to literally control the outcome of elections, like, and control public uh, opinion of what people think are their own ideas, but was clearly shuffled to them by a greater power of the Russian government. That's what, that's what Facebook is doing. That is changing ideas were, in a scarier way than they Google. weren't trying to do that. They just, they accidentally created a platform where fake can become real, but I don't, but Facebook sat down. Like it, it, it wasn't that it wasn't so much that Facebook created this and saw oopsies look what we made by x look what it is was made available to these people by accident because a once it was very clear that facebook was being used for that nothing changed because it, it the election still happened and b now we know that um i keep on wanting to say mark Wahlberg. he's in <laughs> not mark Wahlberg. mark lives here um, <laughs> this is where marky oh mark lives facebook come on um mark ba uh, zuckerberg Mark Zuckerberg, thank you, Jesus Christ. Um, Mark Zuckerberg sat down with Trump and was like, cool, what can we do for you? And created these, like essentially Facebook gave the okay flag to Trump and the administration and a bunch of other fucked up organizations to spearhead these ads that were blatantly false. And there is like a Facebook, like we can't spread false information. And they sat down with Trump, Trump, uh, they... Gave him a bunch of money and all these things were okay. See, but that is independent of Facebook itself as a platform. Like to but change it's the, the head of Facebook. He doesn't necessarily represent what Facebook is. He operates. So that's that's a different question. He operates it uh, as its medium exists. But like, if you think about this, did you realize? Did anybody think how powerful Twitter was going to get, or did you think of how powerful Facebook was going to the reach of Facebook? No. So but then you start to think of like, okay, these ads are going out. And I'm, I, I agree with you, mm -hmm. but this is just another side of no, it. No, no, of course. <clears throat> you get these ads that are going out. Yeah. To change the structure of Facebook would be to change something they don't know how to build. They only knew how to create what Facebook is. Yeah. And, and they, unfortunately, they can't control it right now. unfortunately, you had somebody that 
monetized its weaknesses Mm -hmm. and leveraged it. Like it's just a information spreading service. Right. And then, but then we have to get, and this is, this isn't to say that like Zuckerberg's attachment to the Trump thing is just money liking money. That's, that's different than say the idea that Facebook, uh, as a platform, yeah, they're definitely fucking you over and you're right to be concerned about it. But Google has the ability to like, if I open the door, mm-hmm. it can put something there that it thinks that I may want. Eventually, they'll be able to be like, you need this. We charged you for it. Pay us later. Right. So Facebook's not there yet. They're trying. So, so then it becomes, for me at least, in my day-to-day life, two very clear distinctions of, and Google does have more information on all of us. That is 100% true. Google is controlling what we buy, whereas Facebook is controlling what we think, which oh, I yeah. think is a lot more true. dangerous. And that's why I think it's a way bigger problem because Google is control and it's not cool that Google is controlling what we buy and what we want to buy and the things we need to surround ourselves with and the businesses that are surrounded by us and like unfair advantages in that way. And that is a problem we need to face. But Facebook is blatantly mon- has, has monetized weaponizing thoughts and propaganda. And there was, Oh God, who Sasha Baron Cohen gave an amazing speech recently and I don't remember who, and he quoted someone, and I don't remember who said this, of like, just imagine what would have happened if Facebook was around during World War II. Like, it is, it is a propaganda machine. It is, if, if, the, if Russian bots, if all these little things that are spreading right-wing propaganda, we just discovered a fake account that was um, <laughs> posting on my boyfriend's account, uh, Facebook page. Uh, when when Don Cherry got fired and comedians everywhere made a million jokes on Facebook about yeah. Don Cherry, and we found this woman who was commenting on all these things and spreading all this right wing stuff through the Don Cherry thing, calling it white guilt, calling it all this. Think however you want about the Don Cherry thing, but she was commenting all these like very right wing things, and then eventually blatantly accused my boyfriend of of something horrible, and we're like, what the fuck's going on here? And that became my stalking project because my God, Ooh. do I love stalking. Yeah. And we discovered she was a fake account. Wow. And it was either being controlled from, I think it's either Pakistan or Russia. But either way, like that was just a one tiny little microcosm of something that's happening all over Facebook. And, 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 is, and is even a larger de- de- declaration of when Zuckerberg sat down with Trump. Like it's it's a constant weaponizing of ideas and a spreading of false information on both sides. This is not just to say the right wing side, but on both sides, there is so much fear mongering and anger mongering that it's, it's driving action. And I think that's where I get really scared about Facebook. You brought up an interesting point about social media in the world war, uh, two era. Mm. I, (laughs) I don't know that you would be able to do like, this seems wrong, but also mm-hmm. correct. Like it's almost <laughs> the same. What is, sorry. To, what was that? Sentence? To like militarize 2 million people, uh, to fight a war. You mean world war two? Yeah. Like mm. versus like there's 800,000 people in Hong Kong right now. Like how much more. <clears throat> so like the idea here is that Facebook creates leverage to spread ideas and mm-hmm. motivate people to do things faster than say a time where you weren't, unable to translate information as quickly yes is that information as valid and powerful as it was 50 years ago 100 years ago when the world war was going on so 
Okay, oh, I see what you're saying. So, so then you're we saying get, because there's because there's so much information so fast, is it as powerful as like, it once was? If you could have two time, if you could, if you could observe it like World War Two, no Facebook, mm-hmm. World War Two, Facebook, right? I feel like more people are are going to say no to Hitler with Facebook because they have the opportunity to dive into it versus I'm starving, my family needs an answer. What the fuck are Here's we doing? Who is oh, Hitler. we're Germany. We're going to unite as Germany. I can't fact check that you hate Jews. That's so like as Facebook as a platform. I yes, but I, you have the ability to. Yeah, I and, think I think that's interesting. They should police it more for sure. But yeah, they got to police. I don't know that like. Zuckerberg will be his own demise. Like these individuals that think. Oh, I think I think you're right. That fun. we're more powerful yeah. than that. You Facebook know I mean? is going to crash in on itself. Yeah. However, I think what you're dis- and I think that's a really good point. And I th- I fucking love this discussion. This is cl- right? this is awesome, Jordan. You fucking rock. But um, yeah, I think I think here's what I think. I think that because we've already had a Hitler, we can't have another Hitler. No, no, no. Because especially in like Western society, we, we, we're not going to have another Hitler on this, in this, in this society of what's no, going on. Mur- a lot, it's, so much murder. It's already happen. happened. Yeah. But I think a version of the, I'm hungry. I need answers. And I can't fact check you Hitler because they all knew that Hitler hated Jews. Like that wasn't a like surprise twist of like, just kidding. Also the Jews, but and it must've been for a large group of them. So was Trump. Oh, for sure. And I, so I think that what happened with Trump in the, I need change, I need answers, I, I'm not going to really look that far into this propaganda, 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 Trump's elected. I think that was a version of what happened back then. But one, I think, is willful blindness versus victim of circumstance. And I think both of those things happened in both places and were weaponized in a very similar way. Yeah. But in today's modern way of Facebook that way as well because okay and another uh interesting part about the social media aspect Mm -hmm. is like for everything you see about trump you also see five or six videos mocking him making fun of him whereas in germany you know that would have been Mm -hmm. its own fight you know if if hitler's trying to launch hitler the brand hitler right if he's trying to fucking launch this (laughs) thing brand hitler and it's on facebook and he's being talked bad about Mm -hmm. he is going to weaponize that as the problem he's he's gonna be like these people are the reason your country is not which he did which he did but you weren't able to challenge it because you weren't able to like so if i wake up and i have not no thoughts on america and i go into the world the internet world and i start to Mm -hmm. read up i'm gonna be divided on trump automatically because the world is divided on him as a person that's in germany if you were divided you know on the ideology of the reich Right. You were quickly corrected by the right with physicality. Right. So I think there then lies something else that's very similar, but is also different. I'm, this is also to say, I don't want to compare that this is, we're in the same time as world war two. It's very, no, no, different. no, no. We're just but comparing the social the, aspect, the tools with which they came to power. Yes. And I think what happens there is also on Facebook, they do this lovely little thing with, hey, do you not like that opinion? You can unfollow it and you can just surround yourself with more of your own opinion. Yes. So I, I am a very liberal, young, millennial person. So everyone I follow on Facebook is a young, millennial, liberal. left liberal person. Yeah. And I, I have had through the years people 
start posting horrible racist shit and I'll be like, well, I hate, I don't want to see any of this shit. You're gone. And I unfriend them. And I think that's, it'll just surround you with whatever you want to see, which is also in and of itself dangerous because it's also, there is that correction thing of like, I can't really, when, when Hitler was coming to power, I couldn't really Google like, well, what is the deal with the Jews? Or yeah. like, what is the deal with gay people? Like it's, it's, it was a different time. But then again, like Trump never made a secret of how he felt about Mexicans, Latinos, like um, the LGBT. He never made a secret that he was not a fan of these groups of people. But that's attractive. And, but, but so that's the thing, like just as Hitler never made a secret that he was antagonizing these groups of people, just as Trump is kind of antagonizing these groups of people like, Hey, you want to know why in the deep South, you don't have any jobs anymore. There's no wall. And they, yeah, these things were never secretive or like they, they were always aware, but either with Trump, at least it was either blindingly, well, yeah, he's got that opinion, but he's also blah, blah, blah. That's, that's just, he's, he's, he's just talking crazy. So there's that. And then there's another um, permission to hate of, oh, there's a reason that I'm sad. Oh, there's a reason. And it's these people. And I, I can antagonize that now freely. And, I think now, even if, if any, if any follower of Trump during the election wanted to like Google that a little further, they would have their views tested, but I don't think anyone wanted their views tested because nobody wants their views tested. But Trump takes it a step further in the sense that anything that he says is kind of null and void. It's like a hot potato. That is a new thing. As long as he's holding it, Mm. it is whatever it is until he's done. Yeah, I think that's true. And he also just says so much carpet bomb it's it truly that like you there's before you have time to be like hang on should we fact check that one thing he's on to five other things that you should fact check and i will point out i'm not well educated on things he said or done i really kind of just dip my Mm -hmm. toe in it and dip it out but you can see the tools that are used it's like um everyone was raised around somebody who was trying to at one point in your life sell someone you know or you something he's just the greasy car salesman yeah he's a greasy car salesman who's gonna lie till he dies he's gonna literally lie till he dies and oh it's so that's it's there's such a great sketch on snl of that um it was Chappelle and chris rock who did the election night sketch have you seen that where it was Chappelle was the only black person in this party where there's a bunch of white people being like oh it's the night of the election they're like oh my god hillary's gonna be the first like female president this is amazing and everyone's like oh i can't believe we're gonna like watch history being made and Chappelle's like yeah okay we'll see we'll see and then as the night goes on they're like i don't understand what's going on like i think like what's going on are people like i think america might be racist and Chappelle's like no way yeah and it's so clear that like him and Chris, and then Chris Rock comes in later, but like they knew from the beginning that Trump was going to get elected because they've seen, they've seen America that way. And like, as white people were like, no, nah, it's pro-. like, of course Hillary, Cl-. like we have, we're liberal and we're in our own bubbles. Of like, of course Trump's not going to get elected. Of course. Yeah. But Chappelle, Chris Rock, people of color who have been living day to day in the U.S. are like, of course Trump's going to get elected. Well, and you also like your idea of what the states is. Mm-hmm. There's, it's it's New York, Chicago, all those places. Even yeah. Boston's kind of on the rural edge. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, yeah, it's middle Midwest. Like that's not. Oh yeah. Those people aren't. <laughs> and it, it's that thing of like, oh, there's so many nuances to it. But it's also just this this 
willful ignorance across the board that just takes different forms in different places. 100%. Oh, God. Depressing. We should talk more about murder. That was more fun. <laughs> we we kind of did power we talk about it. We did. That was a great fucking talk, though. That I was, uh, I think that's the show right there. Is that the show? Oh, my God. Guys, food for thought on a... Food for thought on would, would Facebook have been as powerful on in the... Yeah, we talked about smart things today. Good for us. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed with us. We're cool. Yeah. Do you have anything you need to plug or, or um, talk about? <laughs> feels so stupid to say after we just had like a very like intellectual but you discussion. have things but it no no but it's like check out comedians getting high and watching hallmark movies <laughs> on on youtube facebook and instagram um that's not out on it's gonna be released in a couple weeks but like it on facebook like it on instagram that's the handle you it's it's you can type in comedians getting high and watching hallmark movies and it'll pop up but high hallmark across the board high hallmark yeah rachel manson um, that i feel like that discredits anything else i've said in this episode i mean it just brings us back down to the reality that like oh yeah these people just tell jokes they yeah. uh, oh shit we forgot they're just smart dumb thoughts. fucking comedians we did it oh god we did it thank you thank you this was a lovely time thanks I was happy to be here